Hello and welcome to the preview show in association with Sports Broker. Um, today I'm, I'm buzzing to be joined by Josh Caroma and Stephen Chicken of The Examiner. Um, we have got an apology to make first of all. We, with the travel to Swansea um, on the way there and back, uh, we didn't have time to do the, the preview and the post-game show then. Um, so we're going to catch up with that game uh, to start off. Josh, it was... It was a close one. We, we started slow in the first half, uh, but we seemed to, to make some inroads in the second half with the, the lads a bit disappointed not to have at least got a point out of that one. Uh, yeah, definitely. I mean, we all know we didn't play well in the first half, but um, we only conceded one, which was probably one of the only positives we can take. Obviously, we wouldn't have liked to concede at all. Mm -hmm. um, we come out second half firing. We dominated the second half. We just couldn't get that goal. Yeah. I mean, in the, the first half, Lee Nichols made a couple of big saves as well. How's he been in and around the camp? Is he is he someone that you enjoy playing with? Is he, is he giving you a bit more confidence at the back as well? Because he's, he's made a few amazing saves since he's come into the team. Uh, yeah, definitely. He's a top guy in the changing room and off the pitch around the place. And he's a um, great goalkeeper to have behind you. He never stops talking. Um, everyone's seen it when... They do break our last line. He's always there to um, stop us conceding. So, I mean, he's been a great addition to the team on and off the pitch. Do you understand this Scouse accent? <laughs> yeah, just about. <laughs> just about. <laughs> you two have got a bit different accents. Um, Stephen, how did you see the game? Um, obviously, we, we, we touched on the, the slower start in the first half, but the, the much improvement in the second. It's a similar sort of pattern to... To the Forest game and the Blackpool one, to be honest, um, is is that a pattern that you've you've noticed as well? It is, yeah. I mean, we, we've we've talked before, even when sort of you know you're in the middle of that good run about how the goals have have, have come late for Town. Really, I think the earliest goal Town has scored is still the the 39th minute. Um, so those sort of slower starts have been a bit of a pattern. It's something that Carlos Corbran spoke about in his, his press conference ahead of this game as well. And uh, I think it, it can make it difficult, obviously, because if you, you know, Carlos always says the first goal is is so important. I think that's especially true with Town, as we saw against Blackpool. Um, you know, the, the Stoke game aside, I think the the first goal has almost, you know, been the decider um, pretty much every time this season. So, uh, I think that is something that that obviously needs addressing, and Carlos has acknowledged that that you know the, the starts need to get better. I think the second half was better. I thought you know obviously Josh coming on and, and Dwayne Holmes as well for the second game in a row um, coming on in sort of that number ten role uh, made a, a, a bit of a difference, and sort of you know you're able to get into the final third a lot more. Um, but again, it's it's creating those chances to actually, you know, clear-cut chances on goal continue yeah. to be an issue. I think Dwayne was, was really impressive again when he came on. It was really good against Forrest as well. He seems to be um, thriving in that sort of impact sub-role. Yeah, I would agree. Yeah, I, th I think he was, as Carlos has said, he's, he's much more, I think, probably a bit more mobile um, than, than some of the other midfield options and and you know when you bring him on in that that 10 role he's going to be a pest he's going to be sort of you know popping up on both wings as well as at number 10 yeah. and and I think it brings a different kind of energy to the attack yeah um Josh we, we've spoken to a few of the lads this year and, and everyone's mentioned how sort of 
close the dressing room is. But but one of the reasons why that is is we've got a lot more competition for places, and we saw that this weekend. You were on the bench rather than starting. Is it nice for you and a, and a bit more motivation for you knowing that you've got to really play well and train well for your place in this team and, and there are other lads capable of coming in and, and starting instead of you? Uh, yeah, definitely. I mean, um, when there's competition for places, it only elevates everyone's performance, elevates training. Um, I mean, like, as you've seen, I, I didn't start. Um, obviously, I was disappointed, but... Um, I mean, Swansea away in an easy game and we should have walked away with a point, maybe even tried to create more and walked away with three. But um, whether it's me starting or I don't start or whoever it may be, um, someone can come in and fill people's roles perfectly well and yeah. you know, affect the team. Yeah, and I think it's a, a nice thing for, for town as well, that especially in the front line where you play with Sorry, later on in the game, we started with Fraser as more of a, a traditional forward man and then you went into the middle later on. Is that being able to have that fluidity and, and a bit more you know, difference in the ways we can attack something that's um, a benefit to us this season? Uh, yeah, we got, um, obviously everyone knows Fraser and Danny Wood are two different types of strikers, um, but it's good to have um, that kind of thing where not everyone plays the same when they play in that position because depending on the opposition you play against, one player might be better suited. But again, both top strikers, both want to play, want to do well, want to score goals. And I'm sure um, as weeks go on, we'll only get better as a team. Yeah. If we, we move on from the, the Swans again now, Josh, because it's a fast turnaround in a championship. Like, you know, we've got Blackburn tomorrow night. So you've got hardly any time to, to sort of digest one game before the next one comes along. They've won five one at the weekend. Are you guys, you know, straight away back in on Sunday, knuckling down and, and preparing for that one? And, and what's the mood around the camp? Looking forward to that game at home. Um, yeah, definitely. Um, we come in on Sunday. Starters done their recovery. Um, our subs trained, done a bit extra, but um, yeah, everyone's still positive. I mean, we're, it's still early days in the season. We only played what nine, ten games. Um, Obviously, Blackburn got a good result, but they're coming to our stadium. Um, we're going to look to um, press them and we're going to look to attack them and just try and dominate the game as much as possible. Yeah. We, we haven't scored in a couple of games now. Is that something that you and the other lads up front sort of talk about and, and sort of concentrating on and, and want to kick on with? Because I know having spoken to you earlier in the season for the programme and everything, you've got a lot of ambition, you want to do better this year statistically and performance-wise than you did last year, which was a big breakout year for you. Is that all motivation for you guys to to try and, you know, get a few more on the score sheet and everything? Uh, yeah, definitely. Every game when you don't score as an attacker, you're disappointed. You want to score every game. Um, but everyone knows um, football doesn't don't work like that. But, I mean, me and all the forwards, we just want to score goals for the team so we can get points on the board. And I mean, I'm sure um, our goals will come because we've been playing quite well. We just ain't created that final shot, final pass, but I'm sure it will come. Yeah, exactly. I think the, the performances aren't as um, aren't as concerning as, as what the, the results in the past couple of weeks might have suggested. And we've caught a couple of teams maybe at, at the wrong time as well. Um, Stephen, we've, we've Blackburn coming and... Uh, and their big win at the weekend. Are they going to be a, a dangerous opponent for town? 
Yeah, I mean, <clears throat> you only need to look at sort of the result last time uh, Town played Blackburn and um, and the result they've had at the weekend to see that they, on their day, can be up there with the best teams in the division in attack. You know, that they're a dangerous, they have been, for, they've been very inconsistent the last couple of years, but when they hit their stride, you know, they can be a really, really dangerous side. And I think it'd be wrong to sort of, try and concentrate too much on on that in terms of, you know, thinking, oh, well, this is a game where Town are going to need to defend. As, as Josh says, you're at home, you want to be on the front foot and and almost take sort of attack as the best form of defence. You know, if you, you've got the ball and you're creating threat against them, then, you know, it stops them from, from it means they're not attacking your goal. Yeah, exactly. Is there, is there anyone in particular from the backbone side that, that sort of, Jumps out, obviously, Ben Barrett and Diaz got a, a hat-trick at the weekend and he's probably one of the, the stories of the championship, the way his sort of international careers come out of nowhere as well. Yeah, he sort of took the words out of my mouth there, to be honest. And we know that they've they've got, you know, they've got dangerous players all over the pitch, you know, that they can be very incisive. They can they can attack on you very quickly and um, and, you know, make chances out of nothing. We know that they're very, very good on the counter-attack as well. They can be very quick. They're very direct at getting the ball up the flanks. And, uh, and yeah, it's almost sort of, you, you think about that that Forest game a couple of weeks ago or 10 days ago and and how they, you know, used the flanks and got on the attack. And that it could be a similar story here. Yeah. Um, Josh, we're, we're such a, a quick turnaround. How is it for you boys sort of, Picking yourselves up and dusting yourselves off and making your making sure your body's right and everything. Is there a lot that goes into your your recovery between games that, that come this quickly? Uh, yeah, definitely. The physios um, we're always working with them. The sports scientists are always working with them. Um, I mean, we've got a recovery process that's worked for us because we've been doing it for the past season and a bit. Um, and as you can see, we always every game, whether it's Saturday, Tuesday. We always um, run a lot, work hard, so the recovery process clearly works. Um, so yeah, we'll do the same. We've done the same yesterday. Um, we'll train today and be ready for the game tomorrow. Yeah, I mean, sort of. It was such a, a difference between Saturday and tomorrow night. Tomorrow night we're at home. We've got our own processes for how we ease into those in front of our own fans under the lights. Saturday going to Swansea, that you know, awful journey down. Uh, and everything like that. It's such a does that sort of does that comfort around games and things make it a little bit easier to play at home? Is that one of the reasons why it's an advantage to be in Huddersfield rather than in Blackburn? Um, yeah, of course, everyone loves playing at home in front of your own fans. Um, it is cliche, but they actually do act as a twelfth man. They can, especially our fans, they can intimidate teams um, just with how loud they always are how much they're always chanting and it does give us um, a kick, like it makes us run that extra yard, put in that extra tackle and those are ideally the things that change results. Yeah. is there, When you look at other teams, do you pay much attention to their last performance and stuff like that? Obviously, I know you'll have done video and analysis, but is it something where you personally will be pulling up some Blackburn games on YouTube or anything like that or maybe playing against them on FIFA and try to work out who looks decent or anything? Uh, me personally, no. Um, I just, no matter if you won 6-0 on the weekend or if you lost 4-0, um, me personally, I just take it one game at a time. Um, 
they won 5-1 on the weekend, but Tuesday's a new game, new day. Um, yeah, anything can happen. So me personally, no, I don't really watch their last results, but um, obviously you know who their threats are, um, strengths and weaknesses through our video analysis we do as a team. Yeah. For me, that's about it. Stephen, have you got any questions for Josh at all? I guess just, you know, tactically, I think Carlos always is asking a lot for, from all the players. And I guess the, the the emphasis the last couple of games has been trying to find solutions to things. How do you go about trying to find, try to figure out different ways to play against different opponents and working out what to, what to do in different moments? Um, as everyone knows, the manager's um, very tactical. Um, he always works out what the best way is to play against different opponents. Um, and he just gives us um, the licence um, when we're on the pitch. So when they play a back three, genuinely um, we'll play a back three or a front two. And then um, it's just following his instructions, really, because he watches the games in so much detail that um, he always knows where we can exploit them and he just feeds it back to us and we follow it. Do you think you've you've learnt more about the game then working under Carlos? Do you think you watch football differently or, or sort of even when you're on field, you, you look at the game differently than you, you may have done before you were managed by him? Uh, yeah, definitely. Um, as I said before, when he analyses a team and you're playing the game, you can see um, exactly what he said coming to light. And um, it just helps you. Um, yeah, definitely I've improved um, tactically, mentally and technically under him. Brilliant. Um, sort of, with sort of the, the players they have in their, their team and, you know, the, the fast-paced nature of that, do you think that's something that's going to feed into our game a little more, Josh? The fact that it's going to be two attacking teams rather than one team sitting back or one team trying to break a bit more, you know, of the ball on the floor and two teams trying to actually play football properly? Uh, yeah, those are the kind of games you love. Um, everyone knows football is very hard when a team um, comes to your home ground, sits back. It's hard to break them down. Um, but I mean, yeah, we're looking forward to it. We'll go toe-to-toe with them and we'll try and out-battle them, out-fight them and outplay them. Nice. Stephen, how do you see this one going? It's a tough one, I think. As I say, it's all about keeping the pressure on Blackburn and not giving them the opportunities to play on the counter, really, because we know they can be pretty, pretty devastating. Um, so it's about taking, taking the opportunities, try to create as much as you can, and and try and limit the the opportunities for them to to get at you that way. Uh, as I say, if you use your attacks well, then uh, you're going to create more problems for them than than they are for you. Yeah, is is there any anything in particular that you're going to be looking out for tomorrow night, either on the town side or the Blackburn side? Something that you you might want to be writing about, not to to be ruining your column or any of your pieces. <laughs> you do well. You take it game by game, but I think we we'd like to see a little bit more. You know, obviously a better start to a game, a faster start after particularly after the last two where where the first half has been quite poor. That's obviously going to be sort of the, the big thing, and then it's seeing how it goes from there. But I think if you know if touch wood it won't happen but if you do find yourselves behind then it's try to find ways to solve the problems that the Blackburn give you if they do sort of you know make you uh need a little more a little bit more invention a little bit more creativity a bit more problem solving finding ways through that but hopefully that won't be an issue 
Hopefully not. We'll um, we'll find out anyway tomorrow night. There are tickets still available at the John Smith, John Smith Stadium. Sorry, uh, for any Huddersfield fans who want to come down. And uh, thank you both of you for your time. And uh, thank you to Sportsbroker for for sponsoring the show. And we'll uh, we'll speak again after the Blackburn game.